वेलकम टू द सुपर क्वेश्चन क्लब अलाइनिंग बॉडी माइंड एंड सोल विद योगा सूत्रा और पतंजलि थर्टियथ सूत्रा चैप्टर वन व्याधिस्त्यान संशय प्रमादा लस्या विरति भ्रांति दर्शना लब्ध भूमिकवास्ति तत्वानी चित्त विक्षेपास्ते तराया The obstacles of samadhi are the result of distractions of the mind caused by disease dullness doubt negligence sloth overindulgence delusion lack of progress and inconsistency After explaining the ways to attain samadhi Patanjali enumerates the nine obstacles in the path as detailed in the last sutra repeating and meditating on om can bring about the removal of all these obstacles on the path to super awareness or super consciousness these obstacles can be categorized into physical mental intellectual and spiritual spheres disease and dullness are the first two obstacles that fall in the first category the physical sphere four obstacles fall under the mental sphere category the four obstacles being doubt negligence sloth and overindulgence living in a world of delusion falls under the intellectual category the last two obstacles lack of progress or perseverance and inconsistency come under the spiritual sphere these nine obstacles distract the mind from its path The repetition and meditation of Om by the seer can remove these obstacles and make him disease-free, enthusiastic, confident of achieving the goals, careful and conscientious, passionless, active, having the right knowledge. able to progress through different stages and consistent in his efforts we shall discuss these in detail and continue with this sutra tomorrow today we will discuss the first obstacle that falls under the physical sphere category i.e. disease for patanjali disease means disease it is a non rhythmic way of our inner bio energy we feel uncomfortable if this uncomfort this disease continues sooner or later it will affect our body disease for patanjali is some disturbance in the body aura in the prana in the bio energy in the electricity of our body that's why 
through om it can be cured chanting of om helps settling down the body energy bringing peace calm and quietness to the whole body the sanskrit word for health is very meaningful it is swasthya the very word means to be oneself the sanskrit word for health means to be oneself to be centered the english word for health is also beautiful it comes from the same word the same root from where holy and whole come when you are whole you are healthy and when you are whole you are holy also when a person feels whole his body energy is running in a circle a perfect circle a perfect circle is a symbol of god energy is not being wasted it circulates again and again moving like a wheel it perpetuates itself modern science has shown that human body has electric currents and a magnetic field ecg eeg and mri work on those principles medical research estimates that over 90% of illnesses and diseases are stress and anxiety driven stress can interfere and play havoc with our physical functioning bodily processes and immune system causing diseases like high blood pressure cardiovascular and heart diseases diabetes infectious diseases asthma and respiratory diseases cancer cirrhosis of liver alzheimer's disease depression sleep problems tension headaches accidents and suicides patanjali makes it a first rule that you should be healthy yogasans will help we will discuss them later when patanjali talks about them right now he says if you chant om and meditate on it disease will disappear not only the disease that is there will disappear but the disease that was to come in the future that will also disappear if a person can do perfect chanting with pure consciousness a flame of light and all around chanting the energy falls into a circle becomes a circle you then have one of the most euphoric moments in life when the energy falls into a circle becomes a harmony there is no discord no conflict you have become one but ordinarily disease will be a hindrance if you are ill you may need treatment too patanjali's yoga system and ayurveda developed simultaneously together both work on the same principle whereas allopathy is suppressive of the disease ayurveda has a totally different concept illness should not be suppressed it should be released a catharsis is needed ayurvedic medicine 
when given to an ill person the illness comes up and is thrown out a catharsis so the beginning doses of ayurvedic medicine may make you more ill and it takes a long time because it is not a suppression it cannot be done right now it is a long process the illness has to be thrown and your inner energy has to become a harmony so the health comes from within the medicine will throw the illness out and the healing force will replace it from your own being with yoga ayurveda homeopathy or naturopathy work best anything that helps catharsis the second obstacle is dhyan dullness or mental laziness or lack of enthusiasm or languor languor means a person has very low mental energy languor is the incapacity of the mind to work mental laziness makes us lose all lively interest in the subject without which there will neither be the will nor the energy to practice any progress on the path needs enthusiasm and dullness makes you rigid languor is one of the greatest obstacles but it disappears through the chanting of om and meditating on it how does it happen why are you always on a low energy level always feeling exhausted tired even in the morning when you get up you are tired what is happening to you somewhere in your system there are leakages you leak energy you are not aware but you are like a bucket with holes every day you fill the bucket but you see it is always empty getting empty this leakage has to be stopped how does energy leak through the body the body leaks always from fingers of the hand of the feet and from the eyes the energy cannot leak through the head it is round anything round helps the body to preserve that's why yoga postures siddhasan padmasan they make the whole body round a person who is sitting in siddhasan puts his both hands together because the body energy leaks through the fingers when the hands are put together on top of each other the energy moves from one hand into the other it becomes a circle feet legs they are also put on each other so that the energy moves within your own body and doesn't leak eyes are closed because eyes released almost 80% of your bio energy you use your eyes too much and when eyes are tired the whole body is tired eyes give the indication that now it is enough a yogi tries to remain with closed eyes as much as possible with hands and legs crossing each other so the energy moves into each other he sits with the spine straight if the spine is straight while you're sitting you will preserve more energy than any other way because when the spine is straight the gravitation of the earth cannot force much energy out of you because it touches only one point of the spine that's why when you're sitting in a leaning posture slanting you think you are resting 
but patanjali says you are leaking energy because more of your body is under the influence of gravitation straight spine with closed hands and legs with closed eyes you have become a circle the circle is represented by shivling in fact it is the inner bio energy circle just egg shaped when your body energy flows rightly it becomes like an egg and that is symbolized in the shivling you become a shiva when the energy is flowing into yourself again and again not moving out then langa disappears it will not disappear by talking it will not disappear by reading scriptures it will not disappear by philosophizing it will disappear only when your energy is not leaking try to preserve it the more you preserve it the better this energy can be made creative it can create a new you a resurrection you can rise higher and higher through it it is the ladder to reach the god langar is one of the toughest of obstacles but it disappears to the chanting of om the om creates within you the shivling the egg shaped energy circle when you become perceptive you can even see it with your eyes closed if you chant om for few months and meditate you can see it within you there will be just a bio energy an electric phenomenon and the shape will be the shivalinga shape the moment this happens to you langa has disappeared now you are high energy now you can move mountains now you will feel talk is not enough something has to be done and the energy level is so high that something can be done now we are talking about the third obstacle today the third obstacle which is doubt sanskrit has many words for doubt english has only one word there is one doubt which is against trust in sanskrit it is called shanka doubt against trust then there is a doubt called samshaya patanjali is talking about samshaya now doubt against certainty against decisiveness a man of uncertainty a man who is not decisive he is in samshaya in doubt this is not against trust because trust is to have trust in somebody this is against self confidence you don't have trust in yourself that's a different thing so whatsoever you do you are not certain whether you want to do it or don't want to do it whether it will be good to go into it or not an indecisiveness with an indecisive mind you cannot enter on the path not on the path of patanjali you have to be decisive you have to take a decision difficult it is because a part of you always goes goes on saying no then how to take the decision think about it as much as you can give it as much time as you can think all the possibilities all the alternatives and then decide and once you decide then drop all doubting of course it is not going to be a unanimous decision in the beginning it is not possible 
it will be a major decision majority of your mind will say yes once you decide then never doubt the doubt will raise its head you simply say i have decided finished it is not a unanimous decision all doubts are not discarded but whatsoever could be done i have done i have thought it out as completely as it was possible and i have chosen once you choose then never give doubt any cooperation again because doubt exists in you through your cooperation you go on giving energy to it and again and again you start thinking about it then an indecisiveness is created indecisiveness is a very bad state of affairs you are in a very bad shape if you cannot decide anything how can you act how om the sound and the meditation will help it helps because once you become silent peaceful decision becomes easier then you are no more a crowd not a chaos many voices talking together and you don't know which voice is yours om the chanting the meditating on it voices become silent many voices now you can see they are not yours when you become silent and the chanting of om you are sheltered calm quiet collected in that collectedness you can see which is the real voice which is coming from you which is authentic all nervousness disappears you become one collected in that moment decisiveness is possible and then decide and then don't look back then forget it is decided and decided now there is no going back then go ahead today we are doing the fourth obstacle which is negligence or carelessness the sanskrit word is pramad pramad means as if one is walking in sleep negligence and carelessness is part of it exact translation will be don't be a zombie don't walk in hypnosis but you live in hypnosis not knowing it at all the whole society is trying to hypnotize you for certain things and that creates pramad that creates a sleepiness in you what is happening you are not aware otherwise you will be simply surprised what is happening it is so familiar that's why you don't become aware you are being pulled by many manipulators and their method of manipulating you is creating hypnosis in you advertising creating needs using your subconscious mind is one such example you are being hypnotized by the businessmen political leaders priests educationists because everybody has an investment in you if you are hypnotized then you can be used you are sacrificing your life in a hypnosis because of slogans pramad means a state of hypnosis manipulated 
moving sleepily then negligence and carelessness is bound to come because you are not yourself then you do everything without any care you move and stumble on in relationship with things with persons you continuously are stumbling you're not going anywhere you're just like a drunkard but everybody else is just like you so you don't have the opportunity to feel that you are a drunkard be careful how om will help you to be careful it will drop hypnosis in fact if you simply chant om without meditating it will also become a hypnosis that is the difference between the ordinary chanting of a mantra and patanjali's way chant it and remain aware if you chant om and remain aware this om and its chanting will become a dehypnotizing force it will destroy all the hypnosis that exists around you that has been created in you by the society and the manipulators politicians businessmen priests and all it will be a dip dehypnotization once it was asked in america someone asked vivekananda that what is the difference between ordinary hypnosis and your chanting of om he said chanting of om is a dehypnosis it is moving in the reverse gear the process seems to be the same but the gear is reverse and how it becomes reverse if you are meditating also then by and by you become so silent and so aware so careful that nobody can hypnotize you now you are beyond the reach of priests and politicians the jailers now for the first time you are an individual and then you become careful then you move with care today's topic is the fifth obstacle sloth or laziness that is alasya it is a total incapacity of thought and action physical and mental exhaustion the impression of being drained of energy after having run in all directions there is much laziness that gets accumulated it comes for certain reasons because we don't see the point of doing anything and if we do nothing is achieved if we don't do nothing is lost then a laziness settles in the heart laziness means simply that we have lost the zest for life children are not lazy they are bubbling with energy you have to force them to go to sleep you have to force them to be silent you have to force them to sit for a few minutes in order to relax they are not tense this is your idea they are full of energy such tiny beings with so much energy from where this energy comes they are still unfrustrated they don't know that in this life whatsoever you do nothing is achieved they are unaware blissfully unaware that's why so much energy and we have been doing many things and nothing is achieved laziness settles it is like dust settling in us 
of all failures, frustrations, every dream gone sour, it settles. Then we become lazy. In the morning, we think, for what to get up again? For what? There is no answer. We have to get up because somehow bread is to be earned. And there is a family and there are children and we are caught in the trap. We move to work. We go through the day somehow. There is no zest. We drag. We are not happy doing anything. How the chanting of Om and meditating on it will help it? It helps. Certainly it helps. Because when for the first time we chant Om and watch and meditate, the first effort in our life seems to bring a fulfillment. We feel so happy chanting it. We feel so blissful chanting it that the first effort has succeeded. Now a new zest arises. The dust is being thrown. A new courage, a new confidence is attained. Now we think we too can do something. We can also achieve something. Everything is not a failure. Maybe the outward journey is a failure, but the inward journey is not a failure. Even the first step brings so many flowers. This is what Hindus call the twice born. This is the next birth, a second birth. The first birth was in the outside world. It has proved a failure, maybe. That's why we feel so lethargic. Now hope arises. Confidence settles again. We are again a child of the inner world, a new birth. We can again laugh, run, play. Again, we are reborn, ready for a new life. Today, we are discussing the sixth obstacle, which is overindulgence or sensuality, that is avirati. Why do we feel overindulgent and sensual? We feel overindulgent and sensual because we accumulate energy, unused energy, and we don't know what to do with it. So naturally, at the first center of overindulgence and sensuality, it accumulates. And we don't know any other centers, and we don't know how it can flow upwards. We gather energy because of the sloth and lethargy as explained in the fifth obstacle, then what to do with it? We gather energy, we eat food, we drink water, energy is created, energy is there. Then the energy goes round and round within us. It makes us crazy. We have to do something. If we don't do something, we will explode. Overindulgence and sensual gratification is the easiest safety valve. Energy moves back into nature through lack of self-constraint, lack of moderation and indiscipline of the senses. This is foolish because the energy comes from the nature. We eat food, it is eating nature. We drink water, it is drinking nature. We take a sun bath, it is consuming the sun. Continuously, we are consuming nature and then we throw it out back to the nature. The whole thing seems to be baseless, useless, with no meaning. What is the use of it? Then we become lethargic. We seem to be in a rut leading nowhere. The energy must go higher. You must become a transformer. Through you, nature must become supernature. 
only then there is meaning significance through you matter must become mind mind must become super mind the lowest must become the highest only then there is a significance a felt significance now how om will help how meditating on it will help once you start meditating on om other centers start functioning when the energy flows inside you it becomes a circle then sensual center is not the only center which is functioning your whole body becomes a circle from the sensual center it rises to the second to the third fourth fifth seventh center then again sixth fifth fourth third second first it becomes an inner circle and it passes other centers just because energy is accumulated it rises high the energy the level of energy goes high just like a dam the water goes on coming from the river and the dam is not allowing it to go out the water rises high and the other centers other chakras in your body start opening up because when the energy flows they become dynamic forces dynamos they start functioning it is as if a waterfall and a dynamo start functioning if the waterfall is dry the dynamo cannot start when the energy flows upwards your highest chakra start working functioning this is how om helps it makes you calm collected one energy rises high sensuality disappears over indulgence becomes meaningless childish not yet gone but becomes childish you don't feel sensual you don't have an urge for it it is still there if you're not careful it will take your grip again you can fall because this is not the ultimate happening you are not yet crystallized but a glimpse has happened that the energy can give you inner ecstatic states and sensuality is the lowest ecstasy higher ecstasies are possible when the higher becomes possible the lower disappears automatically you need not renounce it if you renounce then your energy is not moving high if the energy is moving high there is no need to renounce it simply becomes useless it simply drops by itself then your life has a deep deep significance you are a god when you have moved through you the nature to the supernature you have become a god you become a master of masters today we are discussing the seventh obstacle bhranti darshana that is living under an illusion a mistaken notion a delusion in the euphoria of pleasure a false vision of reality can develop an erroneous appreciation of oneself as inferiority or superiority complex lack of self confidence or a defeatist attitude delusion does actually bear strong similarities with the dreamlike state of the mind psychoanalysts say that delusional thoughts can also be seen as a kind of dream state during which there is a complete lack of insight into one's true state of consciousness 
or awareness both the dreamer and a person under delusion are in a state of acceptance of nonsensical experiences and beliefs as real while an aware conscious person shuts down the dream hallucinations while awake a delusional person continuously experiences such dream like mental activity one of the key aspect is the issue of insight that is awareness of the mental state lack of insight or awareness into the dream state is the hallmark of the dream experience likewise delusional persons have poor insight or awareness into their state delusions deceptions illusions dreams these obstacles arise when we are in a state of poor insight or non awareness delusion means dreaming with open eyes but everybody is dreaming that way sometime or the other in one aspect or another we think we have been deceived nobody is deceiving us but we ourselves have deluded us we dream with open eyes and then are frustrated nobody is at fault just our state patanjali says delusion will disappear if we chant om with mindfulness how will it happen because delusion means a dreaming state when we are lost we are no more there just the dream is there if you meditate on om you have created the sound of om and you are a witness you are there your presence cannot allow any dream to happen whenever you are there is no dream whenever there is a dream you are not you both cannot be together if you are there the dream will disappear or you will have to disappear both together cannot be dreams and awareness never meet that's why delusion disappears by witnessing the sound of om today we are on to the eighth obstacle which is lack of progress lack of perseverance or not being able to hold on to what has been undertaken being inadequate ineffective helpless this can explain why one cannot rise to a higher level that is alabd bhumikatwa to realize one's real capacity or potential patanjali says the yogic path consists of different stages the seer should make his progress firmly grounding himself on one stage after another being ineffective the inability to gain milestones is an obstacle in his way being inadequate is the reason inadequacy is a major hurdle continuously felt we sometimes feel ourselves as being helpless that is inadequacy we at times feel we cannot do anything that we are worthless of no use we may pretend that we are somebody but our pretensions also show that deep down we feel the nobodiness we may pretend 
that we are very powerful but our pretension is nothing but hiding we can pretend that we are very powerful but whenever we come in an encounter we start feeling the helplessness and the powerlessness man is inadequate because only the whole can be potent powerful not man the part cannot be potent only god is powerful man is inadequate when you chant omkar om for the first time you feel that you are no more an island you become one part of the whole universal sound for the first time you feel yourself as powerful potent but now this potency need not be violent need not be aggressive in fact a powerful man is never aggressive only inadequate people become aggressive to prove themselves that we are powerful chanting om while meditating on it you see yourself becoming all powerful effective grounding yourself firmly and moving forward you are no more alone now everything you undertake you and god are in it jointly there is nothing in this world that you and god cannot achieve together we are discussing today the final ninth obstacle inconsistency or instability an unsettled state inability to maintain the achieved progress backsliding patanjali says the ninth obstacle is on reaching a certain stage one falls back again anavasthi tatvani the fall being more painful the higher the level reached and this inability to maintain the progress attained is either due to pride or stagnation in practices the progress is guaranteed by the consistent efforts only any inconsistency like falling back from the stage already attained is an impediment some days or weeks when we are practicing the mind will be calm and easily concentrated and we will find ourselves progressing fast all of a sudden the progress will stop one day and we will find ourselves as it were stranded persevere all progress proceeds by rise and fall why does this obstacle instability occur and how to overcome it we start one thing and then stop on and off we start again and then off nothing is possible with this instability one has to persevere to go on digging the hole at the same spot continuously if we leave our effort our mind is such that after a few days we will have to start from the beginning again it rewinds itself it unwinds itself we do something for a few days then we leave we will be thrown back to our first day of doing again the beginning then we are doing much without achieving anything why did we stop in our efforts because boredom set in we were not in a happy state of mind while doing the efforts if we are happy doing a certain thing we continue 
you stop only when it becomes boring a boredom unhappiness with om patanjali says you will feel the first state of dropping into the universal that taste will become your happiness and instability will go patanjali has listed nine inner obstacles that one can encounter on their path to progress as discussed in the last 9 days certain obstacles crop up again and again depending upon the individual concerned and patanjali the scientist for tapping our inner being says chanting om and witnessing it all obstacles drop